The king by justice makes the land stable, but he who takes bribes tears it down. Proverbs 29, 4. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for our leaders, whether in government, in workplaces, or in our communities, that they may rule with justice and integrity. We know that the stability and well-being of our society depends on good leaders who prioritize what is right over what's easy and profitable for them. Grant us as citizens and community members the discernment to recognize and support leaders, commitment to justice and fairness. Equip us with the courage to speak out against corruption and greed, which only serve to undermine the welfare of everyone. May we also remember that each of us in our own spheres of influence can contribute to the stability and instability of our communities. Help us to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you. Empower us with your spirit so that we might show Christ wherever we are and whoever we interact with, so that we might play our own part in building a stable and loving place to live. We love you, Lord, and we trust you to build us and equip us to be stewards of change and goodness and grace in this world. It's in the name of Jesus we pray, our ultimate and perfect leader, amen. Welcome to Pray News, where hope is our only bias. Today's news at a glance, after 146 days, it looks like the rider strike is finally coming to a close. Thousands of federal firefighters may be forced to resign due to low wages, and U.S. Senator Menendez is charged with bribery but refuses to step down. There's a lot of talk about fairness these days. Fair opportunities, fair wages, fair treatment, fair trial, fair elections. In this complex, nuanced, and ever-changing world, it can be challenging to determine what's truly fair or not. What's fair for someone might be unfair for others. That is why we lean on the never-changing Word of God and the infallible character of Christ to ground us and give us wisdom as we make decisions. Will we sometimes miss what God is trying to do or say? Absolutely, we're not perfect, but it's important to always try. Try and discern where God is moving and how he's leading us to treat others the way he's treated us. We're glad you're here. We pray today's take on the news leaves you informed and transformed. If you've enjoyed this take on the news, consider giving us a follow. That way you never have to miss an episode. Before we get into today's first story, let's hear a word from these sponsors. After 146 grueling days, Hollywood screenwriters can finally breathe a sigh of relief and perhaps work on a script about their own dramatic saga. The Writers Guild of America, representing more than 11,000 screenwriters, announced on Sunday that it has reached a tentative agreement with major entertainment companies, drawing the curtains on a strike that halted TV and film production for nearly five months. This breakthrough agreement is exceptional by all accounts and addresses significant concerns for writers. It includes increased compensation for streaming content, minimum staffing guarantees for TV shows, and, critically, protections against artificial intelligence infringing upon writers' credits and earnings. The Writers Guild's negotiation committee described the deal as having meaningful gains in protection for writers in every sector of the membership. As we toast to the triumphant screenwriters, let's not forget, though, about the overlooked crew members, camera operators, editors, caterers, makeup artists, and so forth, who make Hollywood magic possible. These are folks who have also faced lights out during the strike, dealing with mounting financial burdens due to not being in work. While the scriptwriters might be content with their new compensation, these behind-the-scenes workers have a lot of ground to cover, with many having to add extra two years to their work to pay into retirement. This strike delivered a big blow to those more underpaid and overlooked in the industry, 
and we pray they are treated well as the studios return to work. The strike has had ripple effects through Hollywood, affecting not only the creative minds, but also the corporate behemoths. Studios like Warner Bros. have forecasted a reduction in adjusted earnings ranging from $300 to $500 million this year. The strike has created a domino effect impacting stock prices and even global ticket sales, estimated at a cost of $1.6 billion. However, this agreement marks a meaningful step towards stabilization in an industry shaken by streaming revolutions and the pandemic. This negotiation may also serve as a catalyst in speeding up negotiations with actors' union SAG-AFTRA, which continue to be on strike since July 14th. 1 Corinthians 12, 12-27 speaks about one body with many parts. Now, this is speaking about the church, the church of Jesus under the head Jesus, but this metaphor can apply here. Each member, whether prominent like a leading actor or hidden like a script supervisor, plays an indispensable role. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. And that's 1 Corinthians 12, 26. As we witness the unfolding chapters of this Hollywood saga and look at our own industries, let's remember that any individual involved has a unique and valuable part to play. It's not just the writers or the actors, but every single person contributing behind the scenes who complete this body that is Hollywood, each deserving a fair treatment, respect, and most of all, freedom to practice their craft. So, with all this being said, let's lift this story up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we give thanks for the resolution of the strike and pray that it marks a new chapter of fairness and opportunity for all in the entertainment industry. We remember the often overlooked crew members who also contribute much, yet bear heavy financial burdens because of this negotiation. May all parties involved find equitable treatment, and may each individual, whether in front or behind the camera, be honored and respected for the unique role that they play. We love you, Lord, and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. This summer has seen a season of discontent for employees across sectors, as many workers advocate for fair wages amidst rising inflation, increasing living costs, and escalating everyday expenses like gas prices. The struggle has now touched the federal firefighting community as thousands face a pay cut determined by an impending congressional decision. Federal wildland firefighters were the linchpin in combating some of the harshest wildfires in both the U.S. and Canada this summer. However, as Congress inches towards the September 30th deadline to fund the government, these heroes stand at a precipice, a potential pay cut that could see them losing up to half of their salaries. The timing is inopportune, with rent due on October 1st for many. In an attempt to temporarily alleviate the financial burden, the bipartisan infrastructure law last year provided federal first responders with a pay increase of $20,000 or 50%, whichever was less. The money was calculated to last roughly two years and became effective on October 2021. As Rachel Granberg, a wildland firefighter in Washington state, explained, even with that infrastructure money, people are still leaving and it's only going to get worse as the money runs out. Currently, Congress remains at an impasse. Although this is a bipartisan effort in the Senate to solve the problem, the House Republicans have yet to coalesce around a viable solution to get this government running. As the deadline looms, the Interior Department estimates it will run out of funding on September 30th, leaving the Forest Service with barely enough funding to cover the cost of two pay periods post-fiscal year end. Firefighting has evolved from a seasonal job to a year-round responsibility, largely due to the shifting climate. The federal system, however, has not kept pace. 
Sporadic efforts to hike wages, like President Biden's 2021 initiative to set a $15 minimum wage for federal wildlife workers, have proven to be inadequate. Even with higher wages, staffing issues persist, leading to community, wildlife, and public safety concerns. Janelle Valentine, the wife of a federal firefighter, is among those lobbying Congress to act and act quickly. With a mortgage and two children, the potential pay cut is more than just a statistic, it's an existential threat. If the pay cliff is not mitigated, we'll very quickly lose our home, she said. The plight of federal firefighters isn't isolated. It reflects a broader trend this summer of employees advocating for wages that keep pace with rising costs. As we've seen in other sectors, a failure to address the root issue can lead to unintended consequences such as staff shortages, declining morale, and compromised service delivery. As believers, we're called to be both socially conscious and compassionate. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 22, whoever oppresses the poor to increase his own wealth or gives to the rich will only come to poverty. This is a stark reminder that the scales of justice ought to balance in favor of everyone. While the firefighters' issue is complex involving a web of policies, budgetary constraints, and political decisions, it's nonetheless a call for us to not just action, but to prayer, to pray, to be informed, and to advocate for just policies that reflect Christ's teachings on fairness, dignity, and love for our neighbors. Do we have all of the solutions at hand? Absolutely not. But we can prayerfully and with wisdom progress forward so that people like firefighters can feed their families and remain in their homes and, ultimately, remain in their professions so that they can help us all and keep us safe. So, with all this being said, let's lift this story up in prayer. Dear Lord, we lift up the federal firefighters and all those who are fighting for fair wages as well. Grant wisdom to the lawmakers to make just and compassionate decisions that reflect your heart for fairness and dignity. Protect those brave men and women who risk their lives and provide for the needs of their families. May your justice prevail, and may we as a society recognize the value of each individual's labor. We love you, Lord, and we're navigating these complex issues with humility. Keep us doing so. In Jesus' name, amen. U.S. Senator Bob Menendez faces charges of bribery, sparking a national conversation on the ethics and integrity we demand of our elected officials. Prosecutors allege that Menendez and his wife took bribes from New Jersey businessmen to leverage his political power for their benefit, particularly to interfere with law enforcement probes and benefit the government of Egypt. Despite these serious allegations, Menendez has refused to resign, a decision that has both galvanized and alienated supporters. The charges brought against Senator Menendez allege that he accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash and gold bars as bribes, which sounds like something that only happens in movies, but apparently happens in real life. The alleged quid pro quo involved is using significant political influence to aid the Egyptian government and protect the businessmen involved in those transactions. These charges come at a critical time for the Democratic Party, which hold a narrow majority in the Senate and risk losing it for the upcoming election. This is not Menendez's first run-in with legal issues. He has been investigated three times previously, although never convicted until now. Menendez's refusal to resign has produced sharp reactions from fellow Democrats, including New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy. Murphy, along with other state officials, called Menendez to step down, citing the severity of the allegations against him as compromising his ability to serve and his constituents effectively. Menendez countered by saying that he has no plans to resign 
and criticize the haste in which some are trying to remove him from office. Prosecutors are also seeking forfeiture for Menendez's assets, which include his New Jersey home, a Mercedes-Benz convertible, and significant amounts of cash and, once again, gold bars. In a strongly worded statement, Menendez expressed his displeasure at the excess of prosecutors and insisted that they mischaracterized his routine legislative activities. His wife, Nadine, also vehemently denies any wrongdoing, according to her lawyer. Both are set to face charges in court later this month. It is relatively rare for U.S. senators to face criminal charges of this magnitude. Previous instances, such as the case against former Republican Senator Ted Stevens, ended in overturning his conviction due to prosecutorial misconduct. Thus, the Menendez case captured the nation's attention due to its high stakes, but also its rarity. From a Christian standpoint, the case serves as a reminder that our leaders, like all of us, are fallible and prone to the temptations of power and material gain. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 29.4, By justice a king gives his country stability, but those who are greedy for bribes tear it down. This verse reflects the balance we must strike in holding our leaders accountable for their actions while also acknowledging their right to due process. When elected officials refuse to be held accountable for their actions, it is up to us Americans to hold them accountable with how we vote. The allegations against Senator Menendez are serious and, if proven, they undermine the very foundation of our democracy. Our elected officials must be held to the highest standards of integrity and ethics. They should not be able to escape accountability due to their position or political clout. While Menendez has the right to due process, he also has the moral and ethical responsibility to act in the best interest of his constituents and the nation. Until a definitive legal decision is reached, the court of public opinion will continue to debate the consequences he should face. But from a Christian perspective, there's little debate about the standards to which we ought to hold our leaders. So, with all this being said, let's close our time together in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for wisdom and justice in the unfolding legal case against Senator Menendez. May the truth come to light, and may those in positions of power be held to the highest ethical standards as their actions impact the well-being of many and many vulnerable. Grant the public discernment in understanding these events and in making these decisions to uphold the integrity of the democratic system. We pray all these things in trust, Lord, that you are in control even when things seem out of control, and you bring clarity when things are unclear. We love you, Lord, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Pray News. It is our aim to be informed and transformed. We pray today you would proceed with hope, love, and determination to be a force for good. If you've enjoyed this take on the news, consider writing us a review and sharing your experience. You can sign up for our newsletter at praynews.com. There you'll find sources to all of our reporting. And be sure to download the Pray.com app to make prayer a priority in your life and experience the Bible in new, exciting ways. God bless.